How do you say? How do you say? Is it her? No. Yeah. No. Oh. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi. Yeah. Nice. This is how to say hi. Hello, you're listening to How to Say Hi, a podcast about how small, thoughtful gestures can spark endless smiles and new connections. I'm Maggie, and in this episode, we're going to talk about a pretty routine part of our lives, running errands. And I'm Caitlin, always looking for ways to interrupt the monotony of everyday tasks, bringing a little fun and spunk to things like getting gas or picking up groceries. This is probably something I've picked up from my dad. I remember going to our small town bakery as a kid, he would always bring the energy. He might poke a little fun with the patrons, resume some sort of weekly conversation with the baker. It was an absolute delight. Ho, 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 ho. Woohoo! April Fool's on you. Ha, <laughs> ha. <laughs> we did an Operation Switcheroo with Switcheroo! An, another podcast, and they are our new friends, How to Say Hi Pod. Well, How to Say Hi. Hi! Podcast. <laughs> so you can... <laughs> all right, all right. You can find them over at, at How to Say Hi Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram! And they're great. And they have our episode up too. So anyway, give them a like, a subscribe, check like them it. out, and enjoy the rest of this episode all about errands. April Fool's! <laughs> some sort of weekly conversation with the baker. It was an absolute delight. And one that wasn't just an instance at the bakery, but anywhere we went. Gosh, now like all I can think about are Long John Donuts and those like berry-inspired croissants. Oh my gosh, those were my go-to. Okay, moving on from donuts. One errand that almost everyone does is grocery shopping. Although now that there's things like Instacart and such, that might be dwindling slightly. But besides the point, we want to start there and not only talking about how small connections might impact a shopper but also what it might mean for the people who are working in these stores this podcast is for everybody okay so full disclosure i actually work in the grocery industry i'm not a cashier but i get to work with them often and i get a little insight into their roles recently i got to talk to a cashier who was recognized for her customer comments and and how she's just known for going above and beyond with being friendly so she shared some of her tips and i feel like it's great for uh, both cashiers understand this as well as customers that these are ways simple ways to connect with someone as they're going through the line so she loves to find something about them to compliment maybe it's their hair or a nice dress they're wearing if they're buying dog food she'll ask about their pet you know everyone loves to share stories about their dogs or cats and she also mentioned that if the customer has like rowdy kids or they're having trouble controlling their kids while they're trying to get things done, she may distract them, ask them questions, say hi. And that gives the parent a, a chance to kind of finish up paying and pack the cart. And that really stands out to her customer. She says that she loves to do this not only because it's her job, but because she likes to find a way to be a special part of their day. And I think as customers, we can think of it that way too. We can be a special part of a cashier's day. Hearing that story, I think it's so inspiring and the the part of it that really like gets me excited is that she's not just saying oh I'm you know trying to compliment just their dress or I'm just like trying to make a say hello and be friendly as a cashier because that's part of my job but instead she's like 
picking these very thoughtful things that she can do like oh my gosh, this mother seems stressed and I'm going to help her by just taking, giving her a free moment to handle this transaction. And to do that, I'm going to entertain her kids for a second. And I'm not saying that you have to go this far to have this small connection, but it's so thoughtful and that time and moment she's taking has obviously made a big impression if she's, you know, the woman people are saying is the most friendly cashier or um, person working there. I just think that's really powerful. Right. And really what it gets down to is acknowledging people as people. She's seeing something about them and engaging with that on a level. It's not just someone passing through her line, scan as fast as you go and move on. She's really taking a moment to think of them as people. And we can do that as customers too. It's simple things like making eye contact, saying hi, saying thank you. It doesn't have to be a long conversation. I mean, often you're trying to get in and out, get your errands done. But by taking that quick moment while you're already standing there can really make an impact and really just acknowledge people for who they are. I would say my favorite thing to do when I'm in line like that is read their name tag and actually say their name. Like, thanks, Joseph. I really appreciate you uh, for getting me through this line quickly. Or, my gosh, it seems crazy busy in here, Joseph. Thank you so much for whatever. You know, but like... Being thoughtful enough to read that name tag and use their name puts you all on a similar level. Rather than, you know, patron and cashier, you are now two people getting through the day together and relating on some sort of subject matter. And they wear those name tags for a reason. You, like across stores, across different kinds of retail industries, people wear name tags. And it's, it's for a reason. It's so you can see them as a person, know their name, get their attention if you need it. So don't be shy. Don't be afraid to use that. So we're kind of talking about this in maybe the viewpoint of the cashier. But for me, I get a lot of enjoyment out of it as a customer as well. It's a random story. I walk into the gas station to grab something to cash out. And I get up to the cash register and there's a few people in line in front of me. And you can tell that the cashier is in a similar place in the day as I am. Like it's probably close to the end of their shift. They're just kind of going through the motions. There's not a lot of emotion on their face. And it just kind of seems like things are dragging on in both of our lives. <laughs> and it's my turn and I'm up there and I look down on the counter and there is this seriously the biggest oreo i've ever seen in my life it was like quadruple stuff weird colors and i mean it was just ginormous and i look down and i look at the cashier and he kind of sees me looking at it and i'm like whoa have you tried this thing this is the biggest freaking oreo i've ever seen in my life what where did this even come from what is this thing are people buying these and I was just sharing in my awe of this giant Oreo on the counter. And as I did, you know, I think it was very unexpected. And I could kind of almost see this like barrier that was previously up between us just kind of like shatter. And the cashier stood up a little taller and I opened up a little bit more to them. And suddenly two people who probably have very little in common except for this long dragging day are now relating about this weird Oreo situation and just having a, a hilarious time about it. We went on to say, you know, what do you even do? Is this one of those things where you like twist apart the ends and then eat the middle, but you probably need a spoon. And if you do dip it in milk, what do you use, a bucket? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were just having this like hilarious interaction. And 
I found myself more uplifted. I was almost skipping to the car. And when I did get into the car, my husband was in there and I was like, oh my gosh, I just had the best interaction with this cashier. This thing happened and it was great. And I feel like a lot happier than I did before walking into the store. And we just had like this hilarious connection. And I think without kind of saying, whoa, dude, do you see this giant Oreo on your counter? that we probably would have kind of stayed on that track of feeling a little bit low and a little bit down and a little bit mundane. But instead, we were able to experience this really fun moment that was filled with laughter. And that was really special. So I think the main takeaway from this story is that look for those weird opportunities and weird instances that you can share with somebody and maybe break down that wall a little bit and share in that experience because it is going to leave you feeling a little bit happier and um, be a memorable moment. It's kind of like when you go to the theater to watch a scary movie or to watch a comedy, the, if the whole audience is laughing together or being scared together, it really like exaggerates that emotion. So why don't we do that with a small connection during the day? Why don't we exaggerate something funny that we're both seeing, but instead of like mellowing it down by keeping it internal, let's share it with somebody and actually get a good laugh about it. I'm sure laughing like extends our life. Yes, there is so much research out there about how laughter is good for you. I will sum up just a few of the highlights. This is from mayoclinic.org. I'll link to it in the show notes. But a couple of the short-term benefits of laughter, um, it just really gets your, your body moving. It stimulates your heart rate and your lungs. You get more oxygen flowing through your system. It is also a great way to relieve stress and soothe tension throughout your body. It's both like a physical and emotional response and then long-term effects it actually improves your immune system so yes you can live longer it relieves pain and just increases like your personal satisfaction and your mood overall so incredible benefits from just laughing and once you do that it makes you excited to look for those opportunities the next time it's kind of like going to the gym once you go one day it makes the next day easier once you go the next day it makes the next day easier and you start to look forward to it exactly so i think that the same kind of goes with these challenges and practices to connect that we're trying to share in this podcast so once you start you realize that there's lots of opportunities that you now recognize can act on and you will start seeing a difference in your daily lives even when it comes to doing something as monotonous as running an errand. You can also kind of have these small connections with the other patrons, the other customers there and they will not always be successful. There's going to be a chance where something completely flops and and that's fine because I guarantee you'll still have some enjoyment in the moment if you kind of dive into it. I was surprising a friend, actually her husband, by dressing up as a clown for his birthday party. And so my husband and I get all decked out in this clown gear. We put on face paint and wigs and these silly, silly outfits. I mean, we, we were decked out. And uh, as we're on the way to the party, we were like, oh no, we forgot that we were supposed to bring this thing. And we had to stop at Walmart to pick up something. And we are in these outfits. I mean, he's wearing like a tie-dye skirt. I'm wearing probably some fake balloon boobs, like lots of things going on here. And we're like, well, got to go to Walmart. 
And so here we are. We're walking through the aisles. And I mean, Walmart always has lots of people there. And we're walking through and we're thinking people are going to be laughing at us, asking what we're doing, like, why are we dressed up like this and all the different things. And actually, I don't think a single person, we caught one couple laughing at us and being like, oh my gosh, look at them. And like making it in a way where like we could tell, but we were happy to see that where everyone else did a quick look and then looked down or had like a quick side like you could tell they were trying to like cover their smile or whatever and it's like so weird why not just like acknowledge it and be like hey you guys are dressed like clowns yeah or like what's going on is there a circus in town like no comments it it was so bizarre to have that experience and and i really think it is this some odd societal thing has recently happened where we feel maybe like an intruder if we are going outside of that immediate wall that we've put up and kind of letting ourselves recognize other people and what they are doing, when really that's not an intrusion. If anything, it's kind of like bringing enthusiasm to whatever they might be doing or it's it's recognition. And how good does recognition make you feel whether you're kind of poking fun because you're dressed like a clown and you look ridiculous or what have you? It's just really understanding that in situations like that it is okay to make eye contact than not sharing an experience whatsoever yeah i think you bring up such a good point about people kind of being nervous to engage or to acknowledge it and we we live in this society where we're very much focused on ourselves and our own world and we don't really want to break into other people's worlds but it's so weird to kind of not laugh at something silly, but that's what we're conditioned. Like, oh, don't don't stare at people, don't laugh at them. But really, it'd be laughing with them and sharing in that joy. And there's something about kind of just letting it happen, just let, opening yourself up to that laughter, to that eye contact, to the smiling and being in on the joke. All of that is to say, look for those opportunities in your everyday errands or routines where you can connect with somebody unexpectedly about something that might be kind of funny and laughter also like releases that tension Um, that's why there's such thing as like a nervous laugh or people may laugh in uncomfortable situations because that's all tied to that kind of nervousness and and hesitancy and just uncomfortable and if you just let it go you embrace it you recognize this is silly and it's making me laugh you're gonna feel better and kind of break through that weird tension and and there you know people talk about all the time the difference between laughing at someone and laughing with them go ahead and like make your laughter known be in on the joke rather than feeling uncomfortable like you're on the outside or keeping it private that you're laughing at the person you're seeing dressed as a clown in Walmart just be in on the joke have fun with it And it's really going to make those moments stand out. It's no longer just a run-of-the-mill grocery trip. You have a funny story to tell now. And you had a fun, quick moment with other people shopping that you all got to laugh together. That's, That's special. That's powerful. And that just reminds you of your place in this bigger world. And that's really what we're trying to do. All right, you ready for challenges? I think we're there. Well, I think the first one is pretty obvious. Embrace the weird. Go ahead and laugh. If you see something silly you want to comment on or someone else is being a little goofy, you see a clown in Walmart, go ahead and just embrace it and laugh and let that weird happen. I think the second thing is when you see a name tag, take that moment to be thoughtful and use it. Next, make eye contact. Even if it's a little weird at first, that'll pass. All right, that's it. You know the drill. We want to hear from you. Do you have any goofy or awkward stories about shopping? Did you make someone smile? 
or maybe you're a cashier who has a great story about a customer absolutely making your day. You can write us at howtosayhipod at gmail.com and connect with us on Instagram at howtosayhipod. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks to our talented friend, Brent McCormick, for our podcast art and to the Wimps for putting out some pretty rad beats. Enjoy. Enjoy.